everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome you to this episode of Backstory Sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. How are you? Well, it's finally February. Yep, your favorite month of the year. Well, you know, it is love and Valentine's Day and love and it's not my birthday month, but, you know. Yeah. It's not your birthday month either. Um, That's true. It is not. So, you know, I, I don't know if it's the favorite favorite, but it's it's right up there. Um, I like this month in particular because we get to hear, well, we've started uh, last February at least, um, you know, kind of devoting the podcast of this month to the backstories of couples, you know, love stories. Right. Last year we had, uh, who was it? Um, so we had Corey and Jonathan last year. Yeah. And, uh, and we had, um, um, Monica and CW. Oh yeah. Yeah. Guns and done. <laughs> yeah. That was, you know, really great too. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had Mike, um, yeah. So his was, you know, a, not a romantic love story, but still a love story, um, you know, of his friend and the trivia and moving and all of that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so we've had some really interesting love stories, and I just really like that because, they, you know, they may not all end in the way that is a storybook um, because... You know, I mean, as I've said, love is complicated, but... I I have um, heard that, yes. (laughs) Yes, but, you know, I mean, it just uh, makes for some fascinating um, backstories, too. Mm -hmm. And so our guest for this week, um, we've practically just watched her grow up, you know? That's right. I think when we first met her, she was still in high school. She was, and, um, you know, she was, she's been kind of looking for love, you know, as we followed along with her and like, uh, so I, I think, you know, we were, we were talking about like how many times that we've had her as a guest and, you know, I think we had her for unstoppable, um, because she was going to direct that play. Yeah, and then COVID happened and shut down schools, and you know, like all of that happened, and we first thought it was just going to be, you know, a week or two or something, and then everybody knows how that went. Right. Um, but you know, we had her and her friends on as well, talking about graduating. Um, yeah. You know, during COVID and not getting to have your graduation and we actually went to the graduation right the outside um, (laughs) where everybody drives you know outside in their car and 
Yeah, they just drove around the parking lot and then to a couple other places. And, uh, yeah, I remember that. We all waved and took pictures. Photos. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 Mason waved at us. And, you know, that was, I mean, that's what I remember of her graduation. Uh, and then, you know, she went to college and we spoke with her again to, you know, see what what it was like in that transition and she was a wise woman when we spoke to her after high school well i mean she was wise before that let's not you know well i mean that was her words oh right yes (laughs) (laughs) yes she i always think she's been wise but older and wiser yes yeah yeah you know so she had matured and you know was like finding her way and looking for love at that time because uh, i remember so this would have been not last valentine's but the year before that you know saying like this is what mason's looking for now because she had had kind of a bad relationship um you know with the airplane guy or whatever right yeah yeah so uh you know i put the little post you know like she's single and you're a good guy out there you know um and now this this year she's on our valentine's uh month show yep she's uh starting off the month of love she is and you know i um i know there's going to be a special guest with her so i'm really excited because we've actually never talked to the special guest that's going to be with her that's true we have not so you know i mean i just feel protective of her and everything and you know i just want to like you know i got a lot of questions right yeah we'll find out how everything you know how all this has transpired over the last what was it two years ago yeah yeah Yeah. it would have been yeah she's been uh, a busy girl let's put it that way and so you know it's just so it's great to catch up and with people that you have followed you know a big part of their life and just see how it's playing out if they're happy and you know, if uh, if they found, like, if you're looking for love, if that's important to you, you know, to find it is, like, like, a happiest thing. So, uh, I just want to feel that for her. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you, so I, I will I, let you know after the interview if I do. Okay. <laughs> you know, keep an open mind here. Right. All right, but, so Valentine's Day is coming up. I think today is what the fourth. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we got. I think it's like a Wednesday, maybe. Yeah. Like the week after next, I think. Yeah, I got uh ten days or so until the big day, I guess. Um. So, how many boxes of chocolate do you think are sold for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Oh, goodness. I mean, (laughs) so I guess I could go either way. Like, a lot of people are, you know, are trying to eat healthier and stuff. And 
Maybe they're going to go for chocolate-covered strawberries, which I would prefer. Okay. Um, but, you know, like, I do know it's it's a big deal. Uh, you know, the heart-shaped boxes of candy. Right. Although, they taste horrible. Like, a lot of them are so sweet. It's like... Yeah, some of them are pretty bad. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, sweets for the sweet, but... <laughs> so, how many... How many boxes? Is this like in the U.S. only, or this number I'm trying to guess, or? Let's see. Uh, Or worldwide. I'm going to say in the U.S. Okay, so in the U.S., how many? Well, I'm going to say um, 2 billion boxes. You're a a little bit over. Wow, okay. One billion. <laughs> it's thirty-six million. Which, okay, well, <laughs> which equates to about fifty-eight million pounds of chocolate. Wow, probably a lot of it made in Hershey. Um, some, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an amazing amount of candy, right? I mean, yeah. chocolate. It's for one day, right? So. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> How many how many Valentine's Day cards do you think are given each year? Well, uh, how many how many boxes did you say? Three hundred and sixty million. Yes. Million. So I mean, there's gonna be more cards because like everybody that gets chocolate's gonna get a card, right? And then you know some people are gonna get cards and they don't get chocolate, so. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back to nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. No, a million. Uh, a million? Now, um, I was gonna go just right a little under a billion. I'm gonna say a billion. No. Okay, five hundred million. No, it's a hundred and forty-five. A hundred and forty-five. What? One hundred and forty-five million. Oh. Okay, I was like, I know there's more than 145 cards. Okay, 145 million. I mean, that is a lot. Yeah. But I, it's, I don't know. That's, I, I would not have guessed that because, like, there's more candy than... No, there's more cards than candy. All right, so I was right in my thinking. Yeah, some people, more people are going to get a card than mm-hmm. candy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good because that, I mean, okay, you could get a bad Valentine's card, you know, like, I suppose that they're all, you know, loving, but there's probably some that are kind of like, you know, I'm breaking up with you, I hate you, divorce, whatever, Valentine, goodbye, or something, you know, probably somewhere in that percentage, I would say. All right, so how much do you suppose people spend on their pets on Valentine's Day? Oh, gosh, you know, people love their pets. I'm going to say, I'm going to say $100. I mean, like, total. Um... Well, I, I was going to say that total. You mean, like, people spend more than $100 on their pets for Valentine's? All people 
How much do they spend on their pets? Oh, all people. Okay. So I, a lot of people have pets that they love dearly. And I'm going to say that's probably a multi-million dollar industry too. So I'm going to say, you know, probably uh, at least, at least a million people will um, buy something for their pet. Okay, and what would the total be? I'm going to say, well, I said $100 each, but, you know, all right. So I'm going to say five, $500 million. <laughs> no, it's $1.3 billion. <laughs> I was getting close. <laughs> I know people love their pets. Sure, half a billion off, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I or mean, eight hundred million I, off, actually. I am not buying. Well, so if I did buy Ruth Lee something, I try to buy her the cat Ruth Lee. For the listeners, I know you know who Ruth Lee is, but mm -hmm. um. You know, I, I do try to buy her, like, a special treat or something like that at Christmas and, you know, different occasions. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to spend, like, $10 or less. Right, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, you know those little hearts that have sayings on them? Like... Yes, I have a box right now, actually. Okay, well, how many of those are made per year? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, you know, I would say the big time that people have them. and I mean, they're made for Valentine's. I just happen to have these pre-Valentine's because of yesterday. But um, right. I'm going to say, so the month of February, and people give these, you know, out at um, school a lot, too. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to say that's probably going to be like $2 billion. Okay. So, uh most of them are sold during the six weeks between January 1st and Valentine's Day. Yes. And they are the second most popular item after chocolate, of course. And every day, approximately 100,000 pounds of those are made. Yes. So that works out to about 8 billion of them per year. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. So. I mean, I well, I'm not really surprised that it's that large based on the other numbers that you said. But right. yeah. I, I don't even like them that much. But um, I like reading the, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you, you want to get the good ones. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you mentioned Hershey earlier. How many of those? Yeah, how many yeah. of those do you think they make per day? Oh man, I mean, so I'm, I mean, kisses. So kisses can be like those are year round, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to be real big. I'm gonna. But you said per day or? Yes, per day. So, um, per day, I'm going to say five million. They make 80 million per day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. You were close. Well, 
<laughs> I knew it was, uh, yes, I was close. I knew it was going to be a big number because, you know, I mean, I I have bought kisses and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I happen to know that that's a big, you know, just a big item year round. You don't have to be at Valentine's to buy those. So. Okay, so most years it's tied with another candy as the top selling candy in America. What do you think the other one is? Oh my gosh. Well, let's see. Um, M&M's? Yes, it is M&M's. <laughs> I know my candy. You do. Okay, you think you you think you know it. What's number 3? Um, okay. Well, after that, you probably have to go with like uh hmm. Is that just for Valentine's or like in general? Uh, let's say in general. Okay, so in general, I'm going to say it's going to be Reese Cups. You're right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gosh, you know. I was so close on the other ones. Now I need to buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, because you I'm do. Lucky <laughs> today. Yeah. Well, see, I just know my month of love, you know. Like yeah. I just know all all these things. I'm pretty proud. I'll have to say. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't think I was gonna get all three of those, did you? I did not. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Here's one you'll never get. Okay. The oldest known Valentine was written where. You mean like on an envelope or something, or a, or the, the oldest, the oldest Valentine? I, I like on the wall of the, you know, of a cave, or hieroglyphics or something. I'll give Probably. you, I'll give you a hint. It was in a letter. Oh, well, I bet people did put it on the caves because you know people loved every all the time. All right, on a letter. Um. Well. I don't really know, um, like, how do, <laughs> how do I love the, let me count the way, I mean, I don't even know, like, uh, like, okay, on the Constitution or something, you know, like, I don't know, any letters that are... No, you're, back- off, you're off by 300 years. <laughs> so, the first, the oldest known Valentine was written from prison, actually, um... Charles, the Duke of Orleans, was imprisoned in the Tower of London when he was 21 years old. In 1415, he wrote a letter to his wife with a poem that used the term Valentine to refer to her. Aw, he called her his Valentine? Yep, and it's considered by many to be the very first recorded Valentine. Oh, was her name Valerie or Valentine? I have no idea what her name was. Well, I mean, you know, now, of course, if somebody said, Dear Valentine, you would be like, oh, that's so sweet. But, you know, like, if you had no, like, if your name wasn't Valerie or Valentine, it might seem like a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he didn't know how to spell or, you know, <laughs> I mean... You know, just out of the blue, if you did, if you'd never heard that word before, it might seem a little bit odd. Well, there you have it. So, 
Well, I, you know, I have to say, just like you did not think I would get all the candies. Uh, and honestly, listeners, you know, he did not tell me these questions beforehand. <laughs> I got those. That's all skill. Right. All skill yes. Right there and life experience. Um, but, you know, I did not expect that you would have all these Valentine packs either. So uh, I'm also proud of you. Well, I just happened to look up Valentine's Day facts and figures. Well, there you go. Dear Valentine. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, All right, well, let's talk to Mason and find out about her love story, if there is one. I mean, I guess we're going to kind of have to say there is, but... Well, you know, there could, as I said earlier, it's complicated in life, love. Um, so it could be that there's some love story, but it, you know, doesn't have to go down the traditional love path. That we don't know. That's true. Well, let's talk to her and find out. Well, well, Mason, Mason, it is so good to have you back with us. It feels good to be back. It has been like two years, or it feels like way longer, but, um, you know, a lot of things have changed since we last talked. Yes, a lot of things have happened. Well, okay. So, Matt, let's, like, try to recount here. Um, the last time we spoke with her, she was going to take an overseas trip. Yes, we were in the uh, Mexican restaurant in uh, Barberville, I believe, last time we talked. Well, she, we were going to help her find a Valentine too. Oh, yeah. In our, yes, that's right. Our two years ago episode. And she was a wiser woman uh, in college at that time. Yeah, I remember that. Wanting to travel yeah, a lot. Yeah, there, yeah, and I believe uh, there was something about a. Ex-boyfriend, pilot, something or other. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you know, we, we knew he wasn't the one. Right, so, yes. um, so we don't even think about him, really. Yeah. Um, He's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, you know, five years ago or something. And you were working, I believe, so were you at... Was she at the um, clothing store, or had she moved to the pharmacy? Uh, I want to say pharmacy, but I could be wrong. Yeah. All right, Mason, so you see what memory we have. So, you know, um, you. what do you remember, like, where you were about two years ago? Um, I was working at a pharmacy. Yay! <laughs> Got that Good one. job, man. <laughs> but uh, before that, I was working at a clothing store. So, we did right. first one. But I was working at a pharmacy. I was saving up and preparing for a trip to go visit Prague in Germany, which I did end up taking. Um, and it was awesome. 
it was first of all flying um because it was like a nine hour flight and that was my first ever flight that i had ever taken and it wasn't a good idea because i also found out that planes make me very sick and i had to <laughs> sit through it for nine hours and, and i'm in a different country and um, I think we landed in Paris first, and that is a huge airport. And I was with my mom. She's my travel buddy. Um, and we got lost a couple times, but luckily we had like a five-hour layover. So we got on the right plane. We Everything worked out. We got there, and they had – you could walk everywhere, and they had these amazing buildings and all this great food, but they have no ice or Dr. Pepper in Prague, oh, no. which oh, is very wow. sad. But I, let's see, because I was still working at the pharmacy by then, but before I took that trip, because I think we had it planned for about a year, and that was in December is when I went to Prague. Um, I think in about August or July, I had start I started talking to this guy who I'd known forever and his name is Nathaniel and we started talking and I know we'll get into that stuff later but um he was kind of so while I was in Prague I think there was like a 7 hour 8 hour time difference so I was going to bed and he was waking up <laughs> when we would try to call and talk to each other um, so, and that was also weird, um, getting used to a different time zone and then coming back and everything be thrown off again. It took me like a week to be able to go to bed at the right time again. Yeah. Well, um, so you had known the guy, like, uh, how long, I mean, you, you say like pretty long, um, is this somebody you grew up with or went to school with or? Um, probably for about eight years, we had went to the same church together and he started going there when he was 18 and we, what year was that? 2016. 2016. So I've known him since 2016. Wow. And um, was there any kind of, um, you know, romantic interest at that time? Was... At that time, um, which I don't know why we've talked about this, we just, we just never really talked to each other. Not until um, last year. Yeah, until last year. We had always known each other and been friendly, but... Two years ago. That's right. It was two years ago. But it was just, things didn't start clicking in my head until way later. Okay. Well, you know, and that could be because you were with Pilot Guy or, you know, like some of the people that didn't work out and, you know, weren't worthy of working out. Um you know, maybe that had something to do with it. And there uh, was a little bit of an age difference. So he was, he's five years older than me. So okay. he was kind of, we had different interests at the time. <laughs> okay. So I believe, now Matt, am I wrong? 
did so when we were like trying to find her the valentine i mean wasn't there like an age limit that you know didn't she have like couldn't be i like, think there was yeah couldn't be over certain like was it two or three years something like that yeah it was, oh my a, God. It was a pretty tight range as i recall yeah all right, Mason. So five years you went outside the range. Um, you know what? What made you? What made you do that? We just well. One thing I've learned: when you say that you'll never do something, odds are that it's going to happen. There's a lot of <laughs> that I'm just so on board with now. But we had went, I think it was July, we were kind of friends, um, and me, him, and my cousin, we all liked the same band. And Nathaniel had talked to my cousin, and he was like, hey, this band is performing in Nashville, um, if you want to get tickets and we'll go. And my cousin talked to me, because he knew I liked him. And so then, we all get in a car together, and we take a road trip to Nashville to go watch this band, and then... We just sat, and the whole time, I think my cousin was kind of annoyed with us, but the whole time, we were just talking, and all the way before the concert, and then all the way back after, I think it was like a four-hour drive there, yeah, and it was just, I don't know, he was just always easy to talk to. It was just immediately, like, because at first, I was like, wow he would be a really good friend and I just want to be around him. Okay. So, um, at first you're thinking friend mm -hmm. and are you putting him in the friend zone? I was open to it. Honestly, I thought that cause me and him were so different. I just thought that he wouldn't <laughs> be interested in me, I guess. So what, um, what happened next after the road trip? Let's see. After the road trip, because um, I was still working at the pharmacy at the time, and he had to get a COVID test, and he kind of texted me, and I set him up for a COVID test and swapped his, swabbed his nose, and it was very romantic. <laughs> what a romance story. I love Go ahead. But then after that, we just kind of started talking. Um, but he was the one who had initiated it. Um, he was just like, hey, um, how about me and you just go out and eat somewhere? And I was like, yeah, because that's the way to my heart is through food. <laughs> we'll go out anytime. <laughs> All right, where did you go? We went, which is funny, because um, the place that I chose, I don't like it, but I thought that he would like it. Uh, <laughs> and we went to Bubby's Barbecue, and it turned, no, we didn't. Where did we go? Do you want to say? I can't remember. It was Sunny's. That was it. We went to Sunny's. Uh, but he also doesn't like barbecue that much. <laughs> but he really wanted to go here and so both of us went to a restaurant that one of us really wanted that 
But I'm sure Kendrick is wonderful. It's, um, you know, it, but that is like so uh, weird that you would choose a place you thought he liked and it's the thing he doesn't like. But um, does he act like he does like it just because, you know, he's with you? He did. Honestly, um, the first time we went out, um, because we had hung out before that, but it was just as friends and we always had um, other people around. But it was the first time just me and him. And I could tell personally that he was really nervous. And so I don't even think he was really concentrating on the food. Yeah. Well, all right. So when you're there with him, are you thinking maybe he might be more than a friend? At that point, yes. Because just watching him be nervous and ask me all these questions and wanting to get to know so much about me, uh, it was just really sweet. And I thought, this could just really be something. Okay. Um, well, what happens after? So was this the first date? Yes, that was the first date. Okay. So what happens after this date? How long till the next one? Not long, because after, because he um, took me, was it three weeks? Oh, three days. <laughs> yeah, three days after. I tried to push him off for a week, not on purpose. It was because of my work schedule. He was like, let's try to do it sooner. And I think our next date after that, he came with me to my niece's third birthday party, her second birthday party. That's a commitment. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> okay, so how did that go? That went good, too. It went well. He showed up with um, my favorite flowers. My favorite flower. Um, I love sunflowers. And so he got me a bouquet that had sunflowers in it. And um, everyone was really impressed when he got out of his truck and was like, wow, this guy has is showing up. And he has flowers, and he looks nice. He was the best-dressed person there at my niece's birthday party, in my opinion. <laughs> well, and so are you a romantic at heart? Oh, yeah. Both of us, I think, are um, romantics at heart. And so, is, I mean, the flowers, did that help to win you over a bit more or the fact that he was willing to go to a family you know birthday party I would probably say um because I do love because he still does that now he'll like stop and get me flowers and it just shows like oh he's thinking of me but probably him coming to somewhere you know with all of my I have a pretty big family and um, that can be kind of tough on some people because yeah. there's a lot of them all kind of loud and <laughs> kind of crazy at some points. But it's like he just hit right in and he just got in there. And it also kind of helped because he did was friends with um, 
some of my family and knew them just outside of us being together. But it just, because at first I was, I don't know, it's nervous to have, to bring somebody to meet your family because then your family is in on it now. You, like, can't hide it from them. Right. And like, so nag you about what are they thinking? Like, do they know he's five years older? Do they care? Oh, my mom loved him. My mom, before we, I even thought about dating him, she would bring him up all the time and talk about, oh, he's such a good guy. And because I have three sisters, or not three sisters, two sisters, and there's three of us, and she always talked about how one of us should snag him up and date him that he would be great so my mom was all on board with it and my sisters loved him too he's he's really good with people and he's so funny all right well matt uh here we go from the second date <clears throat> from there yeah so uh you know fast forward a little bit and uh how long were you together before you sort of knew like this was going somewhere I would say um, probably around two months, I thought, this is it, you know. Really? Because I never, yeah, which is crazy. And it's also the first time that we had went out and hung out together, like at the concert. When we were in the car um, talking, mm-hmm. me, cousin, we all said and we all agreed that um, – you have to at least date somebody for an entire year before you can even start thinking about marriage yeah. or like bring or anything like that. Um, and we did not do that. <laughs> so you're saying that Nathaniel set, agreed to that too. Like all three of you thought that. Yes. Uh-huh. All three of us were like in agreement that, um, did you say two years? Yes, he said two years. He said two years. <laughs> you <can't>... <laughs> <laughs> then you can talk about marriage. Must have wow. been a really good band. Yeah, uh, yes. And it took <laughs> us two months <laughs> to get there. <laughs> All right, so you decide, you know, well, I don't know. Was it like, uh, I guess he didn't propose to you for a while. Is that true or no? Let's see. He per- okay. So I went on that trip to Germany and I was gone for a week. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I came back from Germany, um, he proposed to me. So we were together five months before he proposed. So that was, I remember the pictures. It was like in front of a Christmas tree or something. Yeah, which it, uh, which we both had known each other for a l- little while before that. I think that helped, and you know we were kind of friends before that. And right. then when we started dating, I guess I don't know. I just, I just didn't. He took me out on dates, and I just didn't want him to go home. I just wanted to stay with him all the time. Aww. and then. Um, I guess we should probably introduce Nathaniel, um, because there are 
actually is a new last name for Mason. <laughs> there is. Last time I was on, I had a completely different last name. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, so let's talk to Nathaniel. How are you? Hey, y'all. How's it going? Going all right. So, uh, yeah. So tell us your side of the story. Um, you know, you saw Mason at church and uh, you guys would like ignore each other, I guess. Is that how it kind of went? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say this before uh, I met before we really got to talking. Um, once you get out of high school and you get on up into your uh, early and middle 20s, when you date, you're looking, you know, at the ultimate, you're looking for your spouse. Mm -hmm. And isn't uh, you ain't playing you and not necessarily that you're going one day you're like no this ain't it we're gonna throw them over the hill <laughs> but uh, we're, we're just you know you're looking for your spouse mm -hmm. and, and that's something i always took very seriously and um i honestly i didn't which uh, me and her cousin we'd been we'd been kind of doing things together and uh, and and just having a little bit of fun and but um but yeah, I, I know there was this band like what she said that we was going to go to, and um, and we all went loaded up and went down there to Nashville. He was on a Thursday, and um, and went down there and went to the concert. And we went and talked, and I can talk to about anybody, and um, and make a pretty good conversation. Mm -hmm. And we just had a real good conversation. All of us did going down there and. And I didn't even, at that point, I didn't even think. I thought, well, she's very pretty, and she's a very nice girl. And But I never did think about dating. I just didn't, I just didn't see it. Right. And, and what, we, you did not see her as marriage material, or um, I she was younger? But, or? Well, I'll say this. At this point here, which I'm very, we're both very big in our faith in God. But um, at this point here, it had been about two months prior to this. I went and told the Lord, I was praying to him. I said, Lord, I says, I'm done. I'm done looking for a spouse. I says, if you had somebody, you're just going to have to flop them right down to me. <laughs> and that, that's, the way, that's about the way I told And I wasn't doing it kind of mean. You know, I was just, I was just aggravated. And, um, and, and you can get discouraged too easily when you look for so long. And I've been looking since I was 18. I'm I'm sure that's about how a lot of a lot of young people and people my age do. They when you get out of high school, you you think okay, it's going to college or finding a, a wife or a husband, and then start settling down, finding a family and making a family. But at this point, I I I was I wasn't even looking for nobody. I, I really wasn't at this point. And so when we, but I did pay attention that she was a very pretty girl i did i did pay attention to that <laughs> uh, we, uh, but we had a good time and um yeah the concert hit was all right i ain't big on concerts but i thought well i'll just go anyway i ain't got nothing else to do and uh, we'll go eat something good anyway <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a recurring theme of food throughout all of this yeah, that, yeah. 
So the first the the uh, first date. Um, what's your recollection of that? Were you really nervous or? I was really nervous, and um, I like I said beforehand, I didn't have one. I didn't think one time to even ask out on a date, and um, and I just started. I just started. I couldn't get her off my mind, and I was just getting a feeling. I done a lot of praying over it too. Hmm. I done a whole lot of praying. I thought, Lord, are you sure about this? Should we? Should we do this? Because <laughs> I didn't want to. Especially, you know, I didn't uh, just uh, lead nobody on nothing like that. But I. I remember I went asked her out, and I was I work at an RV place. That's what that's what I do. That's my business. Mm-hmm. And um, and I remember I was driving on the second exit of Corbin, and um, I made up my mind that I was going to ask her out. And and that Wednesday night, I, that was on a Monday, and I thought as before I left her business over there, I had to run down to the second exit of Corbin, and I thought I'll wait till Wednesday. And then I'll ask her on Wednesday to, if she wants to go out and get something to eat. By the time I made it down there to the second exit of Corbin, I says, I can't wait till Wednesday. <laughs> so I pulled over. I pulled over, and I'm sending her a text. And that's how quick, after I, after I knew I was going to do it, I couldn't wait. Hmm. Um, I thought, I, I, ain't, I won't be able to sleep or nothing just thinking about this. So I just went ahead and sent out a text. The reason I done that, because she was at work, and I didn't want to disturb her. Right. Um, about an hour later, and I just asked her out. I said, "Do you want to go hang out?" And um, and I and I thought that'd be a good slogan to throw out there. I thought they <laughs> might be, might be a bad that. <laughs> so I just uh, I sent that out. And about an hour later, I was heading back to work, and and I got a reply back. It said, "I can't." Um, such and such date, but I can the next, and it was due. In fact, I went and asked her if she'd go out Tuesday. That was Monday, and asked her if she'd go out Tuesday. She said I can go out Wednesday, and um, the date it was after church. Um, like she said, I I don't like Sunday's barbecue. I I'll eat barbecue time to time, but I like she said earlier, I wasn't hungry. The only thing I was interested in is just being able to talk with her. You could have put down a plate of dog food, and I'd probably <laughs> nip on it. But, um, but I but we went, and, and we had a good time. It, it was very nervous, I was. And I hadn't been on a date in, uh, in probably probably a year or so. Mm. And uh, and I just, like I said, I just took it very seriously, and and there's a lot of people. I, I just it didn't make me. It didn't make them a bad person. Nothing. It's just if I didn't feel nothing, I just would just wouldn't ask them or wouldn't go out with them. Right. So after that date, you she asked you to go to this family thing, a three-year-old's birthday party. Um, how'd you feel about that? Uh, it didn't bother me none. I'm a pretty laid-back kind of person, so it, it didn't bother me none. I was getting to see her again. Yeah. And, in fact, he didn't mention this. On the first date, I went and initiated it again. I said, well, we need to do this again. And uh, she said, yeah, I'd like it. And then, without thinking, I said, well, how about next Wednesday? <laughs> and she said, okay, that sounds good. After we went and went separate ways i thought what have i done i put this girl off for another week <laughs> i thought i can 
And so uh, that's and so when I got invited to this, I'm, I was all on board for that. And um, and then I and then she told me that her favorite flowers was sunflowers, and I thought, well, I might look a little awkward bringing flowers and a present not to the birthday girl, but that'd be all right. And, Good choice. So then she goes on this trip and. I mean, um, you know, you weren't going to see her for a week, so I guess that was an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I knew prior to that, um, like she said, I'd say about the two-month line, mm-hmm. uh, I knew that um, that I was going to marry her if, if she would married me. But I, I was pretty sure that, that she was all on board for it. But um, I'd we'd seen each other a lot um and i guess you're and that's pretty and that's pretty quick when um that you can say this is the one right and be get married that really is truly quick so, how did you know uh i just had i had peace about it and like i said i've um I had, pray, I had prayed for a wife for a lot of years, and um, and like I said, I have. We both have a big faith in the in God, and and um, I, I just felt a lot of peace about it. And um, and when you feel peace on something, you can go ahead and go do it. If you ain't got peace about something, that's on anything. You you better hold off on it. But uh, there was just a peace um, from the Lord that I felt on this. And, um, and then plus also something that helped it. Um, we were seeing each other, I'd say, after the second or third week of dating. I'd be going over to her house about every night. And then I would leave, you know, about 1030 or so. So she could go to bed and go to work in the next morning. But, uh, but I mean, literally, I'd say out of the week, I was over there five, six times a week. And, um, and that went on until, until we was married, all the way through engagement and everything. So I guess you could take your average dating if going out on the weekends. I fit in a year's of dating in two months. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, how did the whole proposal thing go? I mean, what did you plan that out? And uh, I mean, obviously you must have. Yeah, I did. Um, after I knew that she was the one, and I thought this is it. And it's kind of funny. In the beginning, I thought, well, I'll propose in May. And um, I thought that's just a nice month, and mm-hmm. and that's a ways off. And um, and I thought that'd just be a good time. And and then a couple of weeks went by, and, and I thought, I can't wait to May. And I said, well, maybe towards the end of January after Christmas and everything, that might be a good idea. And then a week went by, I said, I can't wait. Just like when I was dating, <laughs> I said, wait, when, I, when you know you don't want to wait. Um, but you need to be patient, too. But, yeah, I'd, I'd finally decided... And she went on this trip to Europe. I wasn't for it, uh, just because. I mean, at the time, I mean, I I wasn't going to tell her no. But you know, it's yeah, it 
it's it's a long way for yeah for two to go by themselves and i it just i'm just kind of a protector and i just i guess i just, it just made me a little nervous but i am glad that she got to go and see that mm-hmm. um but I went and planned it because she was going to be gone a week. It's the first week of December. She was going to be gone. And then I had to take a business trip as soon as she got back. And I was in Florida for about four or five days. So we was apart from another probably about 10, 11 days. But I went and planned it um, on the proposal. It was December the, I think the 9th. Yeah, December the ninth is on a Friday evening, mm-hmm. and and I it's and I want you to know it's hard to find a place to propose. During the- <laughs> <laughs> you can't just go. You gotta be careful where you choose because for one, it's cold and rainy or snowing. Right. And a lot of places ain't pretty looking. It's ugly looking. <laughs> and, uh, it just because of no leaves on the trees, everything's dead. But I thought. Um, I don't want to be proposing inside of a restaurant. Ain't that they ain't nothing against it. Just it ain't me. I just didn't want to be around and quarters with a lot of people. And um, and oh, I thought for a long time, and it finally figured it out. I thought the only place that I can find suitable for this would be up at London, up there in the uh, square where they put up that new Christmas tree and stuff. And they over there um, beside the school. Yeah. Um, that's where I picked it out to do it. And, and I'd had some, I had a buddy that was helping me with that. And then, yeah, we went, I went and set the date there for December the 9th. So did anybody like when you, you know, I assume you told people that you're going to do this beforehand and did anybody be, was anybody like, well, you know, it's only been, uh, X amount of months. So you sure about this? Um, let me see. I really didn't have that many people. Um, I, I was trying to think of anybody that said anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, I think uh, my mommy, the only thing she went and said, um, and she wasn't opposed to it, she said, just make sure, yeah. you know, and which is wise. And um, which I didn't know. And I told her, I says, I says, I'm for sure. And, uh, but as far as anybody saying on the amount of uh, time length of dating, really didn't, which I didn't tell hardly anybody about it. There was just, there was less than a handful of people that knew about it. Uh, and that way the word wouldn't get out. Yeah. Well, Kat, you want to continue to, to on to the wedding? Yeah, well, I'm curious, um, you know, to, you wanted to keep it kind of a secret. Did you like do the traditional go ask her father, you know, for permission, that kind of thing? I will say this about my dad. Uh, he hates having to have conversations like that one-on-one. So <laughs> he told me, I think he was kind of picking up the vibes of that. This me, you know, he was wanting to propose and get married. And he told me, he was like, tell Nathaniel, we do not need to have that talk. He has my. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> so he had to go ahead. <laughs> That's funny. So Mason, did you suspect that it was going to happen? Um, Not at all. I will say he probably 
played it up a little too much. Because um, he was talking about how, um, his, let's see, he had picked me up from work and we were going, okay, let me see where's a good time to start this. He came to Thanksgiving with my family. And he had already set up, like, he knew he was going to propose. And I had one of my cousins, she had gotten married, and she was like, hey, how about you go, you and Nathaniel go out with me and my husband, and we'll set a date, and we'll go out and do, like, a double date together. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. And so I just think I'm going on a double date with uh, my cousin and her husband and me and Nathaniel. And on the car ride there, he's, you know, we're talking uh, about this whole speech about how, you know, we don't need to get married anytime soon. Um, It doesn't care about the timeline. We can wait years before we get married. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is the first time I'm (laughs) hearing of this, but okay, I agree with you. And so that was the furthest thing from my mind because we had just had that conversation. Um, And also he was kind of being like, ah, I don't know if I want to go tonight. It was like raining. And I was like, I could try to call my cousin and see if she wants to reschedule. And he was like, oh, no, I think we should go. I had it set up for her uh, her cousin there and her husband that went asked us out on a, to go out with them and eat. And that was part of it. So they they was they was inviting us out prior to this kind of a scheme to get her to go out. Pretty select. So, Mason, why, um, I'm curious, why uh, in the conversation would you go along with, you know, being okay with waiting? Uh, I mean, would you have been okay with waiting for a year or two? Honestly, because at the time, I thought I would have been okay with waiting. But now after everything's happened, um, because we've kind of talked about it, um, it's like, I couldn't have imagined taking any longer to get to where we are right now because it just, it's like I would have lost so much time. But at at the time it did seem kind of, uh, it still felt in my mind. I was like, it's kind of crazy because we've only, we were only going out for four months and I know he didn't have uh, anybody that was kind of uh, like, Hey, are you sure about this? I didn't have anybody in my family like that, but I definitely had some friends and coworkers, mainly after we got engaged, being like, you know, are you really sure about this? Do you want to, but I don't know. I was just like him. I just, I just knew that there wasn't, you know, that this was it. I didn't want to go out and look for anybody else and that, he was just, I didn't want to spend another day without him. And I didn't want to waste any time doing it, apparently. <laughs> well, so this surprise engagement or proposal works. Um, you get there, and how do you make it work, Nathaniel? With the engagement? Mm-hmm. Like how, you know, how do you get her to where she's supposed to be, and... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we, we'd we went and eat at a little restaurant, and, um, and then I'd went and, and I'd had all this kind of plan prior, and uh, 
her cousin Zara that I that we was that I friends with too. They'd went. I told them I says after we get done eating, because it was dark at that time, around about eight o'clock or eight thirty. I said try to get her to go get us to go over there and see the Christmas lights over where I planned that I wanted to propose that, and um, and that was um, and, and that's what they done and it it worked right out. Well, uh, so she said yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you were, how were you feeling when she said yes? It was, um, it, it was a great feeling. Um, it's almost like a daze. At that point, you're like, um, there's so much going on. And you're like, wow, we've just made a, a good decision, but a life-changing decision. And... Yeah. Um, it was it wasn't no I didn't have no um no remorse or nothing like that. You know, I was very happy and uh, and she was too. It was a big surprise to her. And uh, I was very nervous. I really don't know how she didn't pick up on it, but but yeah, I was I was very happy about it, yeah, definitely. And so when was the wedding? It was May the thirteenth, the month that I said I should propose. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, did you have a lot of input into the wedding, or was that mostly for Mason? It we we no, we both had a lot of input in on it, and that's um, because it was both hers and my wedding. Um, I let her do most of it, you know, but there was um, but we both had input as far as the date. Which uh, we wanted to have it at our church, of course, and um, and prior to this, um, there was um, I because we have this uh, place at the gym, the Family Life Center, and um, and it's just a place you'd use, you know, for your recreation or your um, dining and so forth like that. And I was afraid it's going to get booked up because it can get booked up months ahead of time. And so I went booked like three or four different dates. And I thought, well, I'll book this. And this is before the engagement. I thought, I'll book this. And if she don't like none of the dates, we'll just forget we'll forget about it and try a different date with them. And I thought, but just in case she wants one, I'm going to do that. So I had like four dates. Just <laughs> but it didn't bother me if she didn't want them. It had been fine. But just in case I got them. Well, you think of everything there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you, you get to the wedding day, and uh, are you both of you are you nervous on the wedding day? Yes. When I woke up, it was a weird feeling because um, we were doing because while we were engaged to, um, we had gotten a house and we were moving stuff into there and I was already living um at the house and I just kind of woke up and I didn't really feel nervous and I was getting ready and all my bridesmaids stayed with me my mom was there and everybody was like pampering me and I was like this is everyone should get married this is (laughs) Um, and it wasn't until uh, you know because I was just so busy I went and met with the photographer and once I got there and we were going ahead and taking pictures and it was right before um like the ceremony was about to start and it was just me and my dad and I was like oh my gosh and the nervousness hit me I was like this is happening 
right now in front of everybody. And um, right before we went in, I'll share this about my dad. He looked at me and it's just me and him standing there. And he said, hey, if you don't want to do this, we can get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at him. I said, I think I'm going to (laughs) stay. Aw. That's sweet. And Nathaniel, when you saw her for the first time as a in you know, in her bride's gown, what did you think? <clears throat> oh, I think she was absolutely stunning. Which the whole day I was a nervous wreck. I don't even know why. I was just so hyped up and ready to get married. Um, and then time was going by so slow beforehand. And that's one thing that that after after the wedding, um during the wedding when it started it went by so quick it's it's just crazy and um but yeah i was when i seen her come down the aisle yeah she was just stunning and and i was uh, yeah i was i had a lot of joy yeah yeah overwhelmed with joy he cried it was very sweet yeah well now that you have been married for how long Eight months. Wow. Now. All right. So now let's get into what it's like after marriage. Um, Mason, we'll start with you. Uh, what does he do that irritates you? Oh, <laughs> I will say um, <laughs> most of the stuff that um, irritates me is when he's asleep and he just doesn't realize that he's doing it. Um, he just flops around a lot and takes up my side of the bed. And that's a whole other thing. I guess not a lot of people (laughs) like talk about when you get married, you have to get used to like sharing a bed with somebody. Right. Big adjustment. Um, it's kind of better now, but I will say he is, um, a bed hog. (laughs) All right. And Nathaniel, I mean, do do you realize that about, you know, do you know that you're, like, taking up a little bit too much in bed? Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll wake up and I do, but I'll say this, one, that one thirty this morning I woke up and she was all over me and I was on the edge of the bed. So, <laughs> okay, it, it isn't just me. <laughs> I have to take back my space. <laughs> Was it a hard adjustment for you to get used to, you know, sharing that space in bed? Um, not really. Um, not too awful bad. Which, which of course, we went and got us a king bed. <laughs> uh, we wanted all the room we could get. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in case you. Over. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember the first night. Um, I went woke up about three o'clock in the morning because we went. We didn't leave right away for a honeymoon. We wanted to be able to rest. I woke up about 3 o'clock this, that morning, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm married. And then I looked over. I'm like, well, she's still here, so that must mean it's a good thing. <laughs> she got up all through the night. But, uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't too terribly. It was the hard adjustment for me was to realize that there was somebody else there. And... Um, to be careful on, uh, I was just bad for, I guess, flopping my arms around a little bit. I remember I went 
accidentally went and kind of hit her a couple of times, not hard, but just in my sleep, and it wake me up because I done it and scared me, and I finally got out of that. But, hmm. but, um, but it it does. It takes a little time. Um. So, why do you think for both of you, you know, the the marriage failure rate is is very high? Um. Why do you think that is? Like, what is it that people don't get right about marriage? Um, I feel like especially the first year for new couples, it can be really hard to just adjust to everything. Um, and also, you have to learn how to, at least with... Um, my experience and people that I know, uh, me and Nathaniel have always been good at communicating everything, how we're feeling, um, just everything with each other. And if you don't communicate or if you stop communicating, um, even if it's just over a little stuff of, you know, hey, I didn't quite feel okay about that, which we always check in with each other, um, probably at least once or twice a week and are like, is there anything that I can do better? Is there something that maybe we're doing that you're not liking right now? And it's just because not everything goes perfect. And I love him to death and I could imagine my life without him, but not everything is, um, I guess, sunshine and rainbows all the time. But we're really good at, at least so far from what I've experienced, we're really good at working through the bumps and trying to find middle ground. Great. Um, Nathaniel, what's the best thing about Mason? What do you love the most? Um, she's got a really um, kind heart and a, um, she's, she's just, um, yeah, just real kind heart. Um, I, I didn't, uh, she's pretty, she knows how to cook, all that stuff I didn't ask for, and if she was neither one, I'd have married her anyway, because I knew she was the one, but, um, but I'd say her heart, she's just a real kind-hearted um, woman, and um, that's something I needed, and, um, and she's, she's truly a blessing to me, and something that I, and I'll throw this in too, um, something that I'd went and thought of when she told me we was going to be doing this, and uh, just a scripture that I'll say, and it's Proverbs eighteen twenty two, and it said, "Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord." And um, I and I, I definitely I found me a good wife, and um, it's and and I'm very blessed to have her. And um, and I'll add um, I want to add one thing too on the, on the last question you asked. Um, of course, we'll be learning for the rest of our lives because people change. Even after you're married, you'll change all the time on what you like, what you don't like, um, places you like to go. But um, communication is something that is something that is that you have to have in a marriage, and um, yeah, and being able to agree on things and um, and not um, and both being equal. Uh, Mason, what do you love most about Nathaniel? There's a lot of things. Um, let's see. I just love how 
I can just be myself around him all the time. I can just, I can be serious when I want to. I'll be silly and he'll be just as crazy and silly back with me. Um, he makes me laugh all the time. Oh, let's see. He's so good with my family. He is. He just fits right in with my family. And that's a big thing for me because I'm very close with my family and I love all of them. And the fact that he'll make time for me and my family and to do these things. And he's so thoughtful. That's the thing. That's what I love most about you. You're so thoughtful. <laughs> it's just the, he'll do all these little things for me. He'll pick me up flowers or if I'm having a hard day, he'll stop by and get my favorite drink or just something that he knows that I like, a snack. Because I do love food. He knows that. <laughs> flowers come with a snack or um, an energy drink or something for me to also nibble on but he's just he is he just is so thoughtful and I love that about him so have you had the first disagreement or argument I would say we haven't had anything that's gotten like too bad or out of control or you know we're wanting to slam doors or throw stuff at each other but we've definitely had um, I would say the only time we've really had disagreements is um, I would say just ways that we feel like we handle things because um, we're still working on that there's just sometimes to where and that was another thing I had to learn. Um, I guess not everything needs to, there's a time and place to talk about stuff, you know, and I'm still learning about when to talk about certain things with, with him. Cause not everybody needs to know what's going on with us all the time. Mm. So that's our, um, that's the only thing I guess we've ever had um, issues with, but we've worked through that pretty well well um because this is of course february and valentine's you know these episodes that we're doing um we're pulling in a few of the social media questions and um we'll see who you know what you both have to say um who said i love you first he did that right nathan yeah saying sorry that's all right. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Who is the most stubborn? <laughs> she is most of the time. I can be on some things. I would say me. <laughs> okay. Um, who cooks better? He does. He says that I'm a good cook and I am learning. I'm trying my best. Um, there's a while to where we ate spaghetti a lot because um, that was the only thing I really knew how to make. But, <laughs> but he gets out, he makes stuff from scratch. He like made chicken and dumplings for me for scratch from scratch the other day. He makes like cakes and gets out a rolling pin and all this flour. So hands down, he's the better cook <laughs> out of both of us. <laughs> Um, who's the better driver? 
He is. <laughs> Notice I'm letting her answer this. <laughs> I would assume if you disagree, you'll chime in and let us know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, who's the uh, finest? Who's the what? The funniest, because I know she said she loved that about you, that you make her laugh, but um, does she make you laugh, too? Oh, yeah, she makes me laugh, too. Um, we, I'd say we're both we're both yeah. pretty funny. I mean, I'd say about the same. I'll tie on you with that. Yeah. We're both amusing. Uh, who's the most social? He is. We're both pretty social, but... Um, I will say he could probably talk to a wall. You know, he doesn't know it's great. Wow, Nathaniel, not true? Yeah, it's pretty true. I, I used not to be that way. Um, but in the, in the type of business that I'm in, I, I learned pretty quick. Um, well, I had to talk to strangers all the time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of uh, business with people all over the country and even some out of the country. So... Uh, I had to do a lot of talking with uh, a lot of different people, and um, and it's uh, yeah, I, I can talk to just about anybody. If they're mean looking, I probably won't approach them. But they <laughs> we might let that pass. But right, don't be speaking to me because I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, so um, who is the neat? Freak. That can cause a lot of problems in a relationship if one person is neat and the other one isn't. So I will say um, I'm probably out of both of us. Um, I think I'm tidier than you are. But honestly, neither of us are as tidy as we should be. <laughs> but I, I'm more so than him. Okay. I'm a neat freak. I need to have everything separated. And he's a toss it all in kind of guy. <laughs> all right. Well, where was your first kiss? In my driveway as he was dropping. Okay. Um, who has more tattoos? I do. Who sings better? He does. Oh, no, she does. <laughs> and the um, last one of the social media questions is, where's the furthest that you've traveled together? Um, we travel a lot together because now, um, once we got married, I started working with him. And we both, um, with the for the business, we travel a lot. We drive around everywhere. I would say Kansas City. Kansas City. Okay. So that's around about 900 miles or so, yeah. Yeah. One way. And um, so you travel well together? Yes. We have to do it a lot, so we've gotten used to it, um, which he drives. Because most of the time, it's he's pulling something or driving a big motorhome. And so I'm a passenger princess, and I'll read him books or we'll listen to podcasts or 
I'm the DJ for my sessions. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to listen to this one for sure because we will cue it up. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right, let's look to the future. Um, What's next for you two? Definitely um, right now, because we're both um, working together and we're in the same business, I would say our our minds are more so on um, growing the business right now. We have a lot of ideas for how we're going to do that, and that's our main focus. And obviously in the um, sometime in the future, probably not um, right away, don't be... say it because then it'll happen. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> we'll have uh, children and <laughs> where they can run around and play with cows and goats. But for right now, I would say uh, within the next year, it's well, I'll let you. Well, work. Yeah, just just working on uh, on just paying for things and. Uh, Getting some stuff paid off is what that's what our main focus is. Yeah, we both want children, and um, and that's that's something that you need to talk about with your future wife or husband too before yeah. you get married. Is is do they want children or not? And, and absolutely, that's, that's, a, that's a one of the a real good conversation to have. And um, but we both before we get to that, if if, if one comes, we'll both be happy as a lark. But um, but you know, as far as trying, we would we'd like to wait just to just to get a little better handle on things and get some things taken care of. And um, I had somebody they went and told me they said, well, oh, just go ahead and have children. Say so I I went and had them when I was eighteen and and um, and so forth. Well, yeah, we can do it. We can go through hard times, but if we don't have to go through hard times, let's not do it. And so we, we're 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 trying to get some stuff a handle on. But like I said, if we do have children, I, go ahead. I mean, um, it we'd be both very happy. So, um, when you had that discussion about children before you got married, how many do you both want to have? Like, what does it look like ideally? I would say our limit because is probably four. Because I had. Um, two sisters and a brother growing up and I'm still really close with my siblings and I love having them. So I would definitely want to at least have two just because it's nice having a sibling. Um, And Nathaniel, he grew up as a only child. And so he kind of always wanted to have a sibling. So I would say the most we would do is four because we both, and also we both come from um, pretty big families so, I guess the more the merrier. All right, Matt, you got a last question? Um, hmm, let's see. So, if you, well, no, I, I, I don't want to sit here and try and think of one, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would take me too long because my brain doesn't function that way. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but we really, we've enjoyed, really enjoyed talking to you guys and, uh, 
Mason. Ask them if they've got a song. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Do you guys have a favorite song? Favorite song? It's a wedding song. Our wedding song? The Oh, the I would say the one that um, I walked down the aisle to. It was God Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. Rascal Flatts, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, Mason, are you now a wiser woman than when we last spoke with you? I keep getting wiser by the minute. (laughs) 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 My mission to have all the wisdom in the world. And I will say, um, because me and Nathaniel are also very different people i would have never thought that i would marry somebody like him um he's taught me about a lot of things um especially he has uh we have a farm and we have a lot of animals and i've learned a lot about livestock and baling hay and cooking with lard Nathaniel, what have you learned from her? Um, let's see. I've learned a lot about malls. Going <laughs> to the mall. Good job, Mason. Which I'm I'd, training him right. I'd go with Kathy, you know, ever once every four or five years or something. But I, but I, I don't think anything else. Um. A lot of good shows. He used to hardly ever watch TV. He, I don't know. He just didn't. I've turned him on to a lot of good movies um, and a lot of good shows. I'm, I'm rounding him out. She's, she's trying to. She, she's trying to turn back time on me. I was raised, I was raised both with mommy and daddy. They both um, watched TV and so forth, but they didn't have me until they was married 21 years. So I'm 26 right now, and Mommy's 70 and Daddy is 75. Wow. And uh, so, they're, so they're really the age of most uh, people's my age, grandparents, but, I've, um, but I wouldn't take it for nothing. Yeah, it was, he has a very good childhood. But, but yeah, we was raised up uh, as far as parents' age a lot different. And, um, some ways, some a lot of ways, is it was good for me. I guess, um, I guess they had a lot more wisdom to teach me as uh, as a young, young. Teacher. Yeah. Well, you both seem delightful, and you seem happy together, and it's really been great to have you both on for our Valentine's episode, and. You know, I can't wait to see in two years from now when we have you back again, (laughs) all the changes that have happened. I'm sure we'll have a lot more stories by then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fascinating. Uh, I feel like we've watched you grow up, Mason. Um, Well, we really kind of have. And um, I feel like, too, you guys have you've watched me go through all these phases and some were kind of awkward and kind of bumpy, but we got back on track. Yeah. You're doing <laughs> great. Well, 
Yeah, we're we're really happy for you. And Nathaniel, it was really nice to meet you finally. Um, yeah. You know, and have you on the podcast. Uh, is this your first one? Yeah, yeah, it would be, yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome to come back anytime. Yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate the offer and appreciate you all having us. All right. Well, you might advertise your business while you're on here. Oh, right. yeah. But what, what is the name of the business? Yeah, it's Countryside RV Sales. We're just over here in Corbin, Kentucky, off of 25. We got the motorhome or camper you need. <laughs> <laughs> and you can call. You can call area code 606-280-4333. you have a website and all that too or no? Yeah, yeah it's um, it's uh, countrysiderv.us is our website. Our address is 9179 South US Highway 25, and that's in Corbin. All right. All right, Kat, anything else before we let them go? No. We're just going to hope that, you know, you have a great Valentine's Day. And uh, we look forward to, you know, following you on social media and seeing all the new changes as uh, the traveling and, you know, just all the things that are Nathaniel and Mason. And next. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we enjoyed talking with you guys. I'm so glad that I got to catch up with you guys and fill you in on what's been happening. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, next time we're down there, uh, next time I'm down there in Kentucky and uh, hanging out with Kat, we'll try and get together and uh, maybe have something to eat because we know everybody loves to eat. A food. <laughs> <laughs> Bring food equation and I'm there. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, take care, you guys. All right, you too. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.